my new laptop is broken so i'm using my old laptop and sometimes the fans make this noise for no reason and i don't know why it's very bad i think i spilt flour on it a while ago and it didn't like it Welcome to List Envy. Welcome back. This is part two of our Christmas special where we're telling spooky stories. And uh, just a quick reminder that this one, especially, I think, with the with the first story that we discuss, might get a little bit grim. Um, only a little bit. So just because it's based on stuff from real life um but uh, yes it's still enjoyable it's still fun um it's it's myself uh, hi i'm mark studman i present list envy's podcast and i'm also with uh, cat turner and tom Clubon of cat's cabinet of curiosities who joined me uh, to uh, to present to you this bumper crop of stories so uh, without further ado let us get into the episode and i will be with you uh, towards the end to have a little chat about list envy in 2021 this is a famous urban legend that uh, possibly has some roots in truth. So um, the for, for anyone who is unfamiliar, who was perhaps never a teenager, uh, the story goes that a teenage girl is um, babysitting for a new family and the kids are asleep upstairs. She's doing her homework at the kitchen table when the phone rings. Um, when she picks it up, uh, all she hears is heavy breathing, so she hangs up. After a few moments, the phone rings again. She picks it up. I should be delivering this in more of a scary... Yeah, it's all a bit matter-of-fact so far. <laughs> a, yeah, a little bit, isn't it? <clears throat> <clears throat> After a few moments. I don't know. For, for some reason, I get my, my regional accent changes. Because um, scary people are, are sudden. Uh, yeah, um, I hear that. After a few moments... Yeah, after after a few moments. Uh, the phone rings again. She picks it up, and a voice on the other end says, Have you checked the children? The caller hangs up before the babysitter can ask what is going on. Fifteen minutes goes by, and the caller rings again, asking the same question. Have you checked the children? Did she check on the children? The babysitter tries to climb the stairs. <laughs> to check the kids but her legs are suddenly too weak to climb the stairs cat she calls the parents but there's no answer so she calls the operator because this is in the 90s or the 80s when they had operators who says that they will try and find out where the calls are coming from after a few moments, they come back on the line and the operator says, get out of the house now. I'll send the police. The calls are coming from inside the house. <gasps> oh. So um, it is believed to be rooted in an unsolved murder from 1950 uh, in which uh, a babysitter was um, abused oh. and then um, strangled to death. That's sad. Uh, she'd phoned the police and reports say that all they heard was screams and her saying, come quick. Uh, the family was uh, the family that she was babysitting for um, had tried calling the house to check in, uh, but the line was engaged. Uh, when they got back, they found the phone off the hook and the babysitter dead. Their three-year-old son was fine. He'd slept through the entire thing. Wow. Good for him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's so scary. That's scary, isn't it? It's just... That's that's scary. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just reminded me. I don't know why. I wasn't going to tell this story, but now I've got 
one that I was reminded of that I was told as a kid. Um, mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> so I don't know why it reminded me of it, but it, so this woman has, have you heard of the story of three dogs? Uh, no. Uh. So this woman, she owns three dogs and every night when she goes to bed, they sleep under the bed and she put her she puts her hand down under the bed and they lick her hands as a way of her being like okay good night doggies and then she feels three licks like from each dog and then one night she kind of gets back late and she goes up to bed and she puts her hand under the bed and she feels the three licks from the three dogs and she's like oh good dogs and then she hears a sound in the kitchen and she goes down to the kitchen and it's weird and she's a bit kind of spooked but there's nothing there so she goes back up to bed and she kind of settles in and she does the same thing where she puts her hand under the bed and she gets three licks from her dogs and then she hears another sound in another room let's say the living room and she goes down and nothing there she goes back to bed again and she sees the three and she sits on the bed and she gets a lick from the three dogs again under her bed as she tries to go back to sleep um and then she's like she hears another sound coming from the bathroom and she gets up and she walks into the bathroom and she finds her three dogs hung dead upside down in the shower. Oh. Look what's under the bed! <laughs> oh. Oh. I don't like okay. that. I don't care for that at all. <laughs> no. No. Oh. All right, Tom, All right. you're up, mate. Uh, this is this is a little lighter, I guess. Um, this is another <laughs> kind of internet rumor that was going around. Oh, cool. Um, so you've obviously, I'm guessing, heard of Boston Dynamics, the robotics people. Mm-hmm. So you've seen their viral videos. Um, they've got that dog robot. They've also got a quadruped type robot. Mm-hmm. Um, and they constantly put out videos on social media of, oh, look at what our dog robots can do. Look at what a quadruped robot can do, mm-hmm. um, you know, for marketing and stuff. What's a quadruped? So that's as in uh, walking on two legs like a person. Um, okay. Whereas that other one is like a little dog um, type, oh. but without a head. So that's, you know, what it is. And they keep kicking it. And that's, oh, I've seen uh, that, I, yeah. I, yeah, and they keep kicking the, the... And it's a machine, and I feel empathy for a machine <laughs> yeah. that's been kicked. And it, it scrambles so to its feet that's again. that's what this rumour is. So, um, obviously, to stress test these robots, all these videos come out of them, like, kicking the, the robots and throwing things at them. There was a video that went round on social media where they're hitting one of these um, quadruped robots with a hockey stick, and then the robot grabs the hockey stick and throws it on the floor and then turns to the people and then the video cuts. And this was a super, super viral video. People were talking about it so much, like, oh, shit, it's happening. The robot uprising is happening. This, it it was not, it was was fake. Um, (laughs) It was a channel called Corridor Digital who do, um, they do like CGI tutorials and VFX stuff. They're really good at what they do. Mm -hmm. And it was entirely a fake. It was literally a man in like a mocap suit that they were messing around with. But oh, wow. because the video was quite convincing, and then when people had cut out this clip from it and obviously posted it to Twitter in a low-res kind of form, suddenly CGI looks a lot more realistic if the video itself is a lot crappy yeah. in quality. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's not quite it's not quite robot monsters under a bed, but you know, I just thought that was an interesting kind of modern thing of a, a ghost story playing out. Absolutely. 
Can I tell you about um, this video game one? Yeah, I, I, I'm interested in that one. So there's a few haunted video game stories or sort of cursed video game stories. But the one I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell you about, because you may have heard of, of a couple of them. Um, but what do you know about Pets Cop? Pets Cop. I've, I've heard the name, but I don't think I've seen anything, any screenshots for the game or anything like that. Is it an old sort of uh, Super Nintendo era thing? It is a PlayStation, original PlayStation game. Uh, so Paul, uh, he's like a YouTube gamer. Um, he receives uh, an unfinished, what looks like an unfinished PlayStation um, CD uh, with a note um, that reads something along the lines of, uh, I walked downstairs and when I got to the bottom, um, instead of proceeding, I turned the right and became a shadow monster man. Please go to my website on the sticker and uh, and also go to Roneth's room and press start and press down, 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 right, start. Um, so the first YouTube video shows this poor guy. He's he's just booting up the game and he's sort of demonstrating like this is this game where you play this weird little alien character and you've got to uh, collect these pets and save them or whatever. Um and but then there's this one character and he's like i assume this is roneth because uh something weird happens if i so if i go to the start mate or, or you know do, do this sequence this uh you know start and down 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 and all that stuff um then i can walk forwards and then um he gets into this darkened outdoors so the whole thing is like an, an uh, sort of indoor thing and it's sort of very playstation one e so lots of repeated tile graphics uh, yeah, and it's probably like an in-store things and... yeah but it's it's sort of it's it's kind of 3d-ish so there's a 3d element to it but it's definitely got that like everything's kind of all the floors are made of different tiles so it's the same pattern repeating and stuff and then he um once he he exits this level he's in this out like it's obviously at night and he's just seen this weird green patch and, and he's just walked outside of some sort of shack and then he can just keep walking in any direction and there's just nothing. There's just green, there's just grass uh, and it's at night. Um, and he walks for ages and then he, like, he cuts the video and he finally comes back and he's, he's found this door um, and he can't open the door. There's nothing he can do. Uh, and he says, all right, well, that's, I'll, I'll leave it. And then the next video, uh, which is posted a couple of days after, the door suddenly opens and um he's able to to go in through the door and he he gets into this sort of dungeon thing mm. um and all all through the game he's collecting these little it's only like one level in in this whole game in the like game proper and you collect these little gems or whatever you you collect in games um and he can keep collecting a few of those in this dungeon and then all that stops and then it just gets it just gets weird. There's faces on the walls. Um, there's this thing where you you tap a button and then you can make a face. And if you make the right face, uh, a, 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 an earthquake happens. And then 10 minutes later, a door, a passage widens and he can get through. There's a room that's um, got a gravestone of um, that's got a name of a kid that died at the age of seven. Um and it, it just gets weirder and weirder and weirder. Um, and he, like he finds new elements and, and sort of clues and weird characters and puzzles. And yeah, it's just, it just gets more disturbing. And then it starts to form. He starts to get messages through the game that reflect his actual life as it's happening now. What the, the Paul guy? Yeah, Paul. Um, so he starts getting stuff in the game that's talking about his, his life as he's yeah. living it now. That's, that's fun. I, I, yeah, I, I I quite like yeah. that. Um, there's quite a few games now that are trying to do 
like mess with you a little bit and do things like delete files on your computer. That's a virus I'm talking about now. But um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think, what was it? There was some. There was some game recently. It was a horror game called Doki Doki Literature Club, and like, it's a fake visual novel, like one of these Japanese sort of. You're just reading dialogue and looking at pictures of anime girls, and like, right. for the first like few hours of the game, it's just typical sort of. Oh, I'm going to buy Monica a present, and then maybe she'll like me. And then, <laughs> yes. really randomly, suddenly, you walk into a room, and one of the characters is hanging from the ceiling. Oh God. <gasps> spoilers i yeah, guess yeah um but it's like two years old now whatever yeah. this game um yeah and it just sort of gradually gets crazier and crazier and at the end one of the characters she like detects whether you're streaming and what kind of computer you're on and <gasps> then like starts saying ah! that to you in the dialogue and stuff i think that kind of thing is really fun uh! when, when they do that yeah well, <laughs> this this game Pets Cop does not exist. Um, it is not playable in any form. Um, it is a, uh, a a an ARG you might um, de- uh, describe it as. So the the game is in the trying to figure out the mystery. Mm. Uh, so it's it's basically just a YouTube channel, a, a creepypasta uh, style um, adventure game where the game itself is trying to decipher the various clues uh, and things that are lotted, uh, dotted around and figuring out how it might um, relate to Paul's life. Ah. Um, so there's nothing that you can actually like download and play. Um, you just sort of discuss it in the comments and stuff. That's fun. Yeah. Uh, I haven't watched all of it. I've watched a good deal of it. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, I, I think it's, it's, it's quite interesting. Um, there's a few, it's one of those where if I didn't know that it wasn't real or I didn't know, nah, it's, cause it wouldn't like, it, it, yeah, if I, if I wasn't certain that it was definitely a, a made up, um, thing, then there might be a few things that's like, there's some sort of 3D. So uh, for, for Tom, I think the discussion is that it's probably been made in Unity. Yeah. Mm. Um, and there's a few, I think, telltale signs that this probably wasn't made 23 years ago in that some of the animation is just a bit too smooth. It's almost more It's almost more difficult now to like really, really recreate old style stuff. It's kind of easier to do straight out of the box. Like some things look good and some things, uh, you know, do look crap if you put crap stuff in. Yeah, it's like he he um, designed this pixelated looking alien to be pixelated. So if he moves closer to the camera, the yeah. the pixels get bigger, which is obviously because he's designed the character to be you know mm. square blocks. But all the sounds are perfect. Um, the things you pick up, his walking stuff, like his his the, the sprite itself, his walking. Um, all those elements, they're perfect. Uh, you know, they're, they're perfect for, for the time period. Lo- loads of it is right. It's just like there's a spotlight that follows the character and that's just a bit too mm. well rendered. And there's a couple of little things that you're like, ah, if, if you'd have just been able to tweak that bit. But it's, it's, it's pretty good. And I think what's, what probably saves it in, in the inverse of what we were talking about with that, uh, Mabel story is, he doesn't have to overact too much because w- what he's doing at the beginning, he's just going, so I'm playing this game and then it's weird if I do this and I've got this note and then I can move over here. Mm-hmm. And then he's sort of feigning surprise in a few other places, but most of the time he's just going, what the fuck? What is this? Um, 
And then as the episodes go on, he speaks less and less. And so you just, the gameplay kind of does all the talking and there's lots of text to read and stuff. And so you don't, like the the bad acting can't really be a telltale sign of it, which is yeah, quite a smart yeah. way of doing it. That's so yeah i quite like that one i think it's quite nice um yeah and then the last one i will quickly uh give to you is um are you aware uh, what do you guys know about the young ones sitcom the young ones i know it had star of shock treatment rick mail in it (laughs) should we should we just do a quick summary of what, what we mean by that cat um so no i think everyone will get it (laughs) (laughs) okay so very quickly rocky horror picture show obviously that's a film everyone knows there was also a sequel to that film called shock treatment which its own creator has described as an abortion of a film Um, (laughs) and it's my favorite film of all time mm, like everyone hates it including the creator and it's my favourite <laughs> film of all time. And <laughs> most cat thing ever. Rick Mayle is in it, but like not very much. He's a very young Rick Mayle as well. He is in it for about a minute. His dancing is atrocious. He tries an American accent, which he cannot do. Oh no! But we found a description of the film <laughs> online just in a tweet that said it was starring Rick Mayle. and we love the idea of someone like booting up this film thinking it's going to be like (laughs) waiting 15 minutes for rick mail to finally turn up and like oh okay now it's going to get going and it just he and then he disappears one star rick mail's hardly in it (laughs) well uh, Rick Mail was was one of the stars of a sitcom in 1982 and 1983 uh, with the two series, uh, or two, yeah, um, called the young ones here. Um, and it, so it's four housemates. You got uh, Rick and Vivian, played by Rick Mail and Adrian Edmondson. They got Neil, the sort of hippie character, and Mike, who's like the cool guy, and they're students in a house. So I, I kind of saw it as a lot of people did, like repeated in the nineties, uh, and then on, you know, it would have been on like comedy cable channels, and now it's streaming somewhere um and because of the nature of the way that tv existed up until really only the last 20 years like you didn't go back and rewatch stuff because you you couldn't stuff was on and then that was it it went away so it presumably no one noticed that in some episodes of the young ones there is a mystery fifth housemate lurking in the background. What? That is hunched over. We don't know if it's male or female. Um, with its with hair over its eyes, uh, over its entire face, um, in a sort of ring, uh, girl from the well esque thing. None of the none of the on screen characters ever make mention of this and and it appears in a few episodes it's never mentioned and someone wrote (laughs) to ben elton this is Mm. genuinely true someone wrote to ben elton one of the writers the main writer and said what was all that about and he said i have no idea what you're talking about genuinely that was his response (laughs) he has no idea what they were even talking about what yeah and it's like i've seen it I've seen I've seen the I've seen the Zabruda film. You know, it punches in, and you see the um, see the, uh, the the thing outlined, and you're like, yeah, no, that's definitely there. That hasn't been digitally superimposed or whatever. But that seems like such a 
such to hide a thing in the background of a TV show, you think that takes so much effort to do and to like do it consistently. And you've got to like get your lighting engineers to make sure the the form in the background is lit correctly you know a lot of the time it wasn't like that's that's why partly it was so easy to miss i mean in one of the shots you you can only really see an arm and then it's when when you start to look really closely you can then see the hair that's over the face um but it's really poorly lit in the background there's one shot that i've got here where where like you can see it um the, yeah. yeah i just googled yeah. it and it's hard to see yeah but definitely, very. definitely, yeah, absolutely. So there's one where you can see Rick Mail, star of of, of Shark <laughs> Treatment, um, staring um, at the at a TV, and in the background is this figure mm. uh, with its arms on its um, uh, hands on its uh, on its legs. Oh my god! But yeah, so a, a journalist um, from Business Insider, no less, uh, got in touch with one of the directors, um, Jeff Posner or Posner. And he says, um, I'd been going through a phase of a period of putting things in the background. When you see the boys going down to the pub in uh, an episode called Boring, um, there's an old lady being dragged out into the street. So if my memory serves me correctly, Paul Jackson and I thought it would be fun to have a, um, a uh, some ghostly figure in the background of some scenes that was never explained or talked about. Hair all over the face, <laughs> so you shouldn't be able to, to decipher gender either. The fact that we forgot to do it consistently through the series shows what a bunch of amateurs we were in them days. <laughs> so there you uh, go yeah, i like that deliberate and went unnoticed for decades <laughs> that's fun yeah is there going to be someone who's uh who's got that on their like acting show reel is uh, a <laughs> person with hair on face yeah. in it, background brackets uncredited <laughs> brackets unexplained followed <laughs> so um in your list, then, we have Mothman, Talking Angela, uh, Olivia Mabel, The Russian Sleep Experiment, Boston Dynamics, Robot Revenge, uh, as I've called it, and um, a bonus of Dog Hands. Um, <laughs> from mine, we've got Copsy, uh, The Body Under the Bed, or oh, Cropsy, The Body Under the Bed, The Call is Coming from Inside the House, uh, and we've also got uh, Pet Cop and a quick bonus of the the ghostly figure in the back of the young ones. So given all of that, where do we think we stand? What what do you think has to make the list? I think the call coming from inside the house is iconic because mm. that's used in like films now as a trope like i think it's just a very iconic story that needs to be included i will put that in one from from inside the inside right from inside the house okay number that's a solid number one um i think i honestly I, and you might you might be upset with me here cat but i think i want to put olivia mabel as number two yeah i'm happy with that i love the olivia mabel story i think it's creepy yeah that's it, that, that, that is was the most horrifying one um, in doing what it sets out to do. I think they've made a really cool story. Like they didn't make a film, but I think they've made a really cool internet artifact. Yeah, absolutely. They're blurring the lines between fact and fiction. Mm. Um, what else has got to make the list from from either? I um, the the pets mm. cop one you were talking about. 
I've not seen that or encountered that, but I'm drawn to it because it's the whole, um, it's not just a story someone's written and put on a creepy bastard wiki. It's like, it's like a thing that's trying to, you know, bring you in, bring you into the story. So I quite like that kind of modern take on it. Um, so we'll, we'll put that somewhere in the list. Yeah, absolutely. I think Mothman needs to go in there somewhere. Can I feel like Mothman deserves a position, but I don't know how high his <laughs> position should be. Mm. And his position will be executive at the accountancy firm that he works for. Because I feel like I could... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I just like Mothman. And I, I, find, I ha- find it hard to find him creepy when I know he's trying to do good. You know. Oh well, then in, in, if that's the case, then does he really? Can he can he truly belong on the list if he's if he's acting <laughs> out of good intentions? Well, you two don't seem to believe that he is. Um, no, because you haven't um, provided us with any evidence. You've just said that he is. <laughs> you've asked us to believe. That's all you've done. Yeah. If you can't believe in Mothman, what can you believe in? <laughs> if you can't believe in the inherent goodness of a giant moth. What is so I just want to go back over the score of Mothman, since you're describing him as good. So he saved zero lives and minus one dog life. <laughs> so We don't know he killed the dog. I doubt it lived very long after running away from home. Wow. <laughs> the jury's out on Mothman. <laughs> I, yeah. Um, now, I think, I think we've got... We, we've 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 maybe got a shootout between dog hands and um, the body hiding under the bed. I'm not sure. I personally, I think it's creepier to have some weird being licking your hands. I'm with you. Than a dead body. Like I could live with a dead body. I don't <laughs> well, think well, I could live with. That's one of those things you said <laughs> on a podcast that I want saved as evidence, just in case something happens. <laughs> like if I go missing, please come and look in the cupboards or, or something over here. Because cat is apparently cool with it. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't know if we can put Mothman in there. I thought the Russian sleep experiment was, was creepier than Mothman. Yeah, I guess Mothman's not actually a particularly creepy. Yeah, I'm sorry, story. and I'm sorry, Tom. I I, I enjoyed hmm. both of yours, um, but I'm not sure. Can you can you can you fight for a position for honest, either of yours? Uh, I misread the brief until this morning. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought we were just doing like urban legends you've heard of. So I literally just had a Samsung memo that had the words Marilyn Manson had a rib removed and that was it. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, that's my prep done and then I reread the messages. So I'm willing I'm willing to accept that I didn't pick the creepiest stories, but I I had a good time anyway. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um so in in that case then so we've got pet cop and um dog hands so we need uh a number 5 and I like the young ones is just a fun just a fun one yeah just a fun right. one yeah okay so from 5 to 1 then uh the young ones and the weird creepy thing in the back uh the do- dog licky licky dog hands number 4 <laughs> and number 3 it's the pet's cop fake video game and number 2 it's Olivia Mabel and at number 1 the call is coming from inside the house Tom and Cat do you consent to this list I do I consent I do Then we have an accord I've got a couple of extra bits so this one 
this one I was aware of, have been aware of for a long time. And I thought it was ooh, creepy and spooky and ooh. And then you look into it and you're like, mm, it's, it's none of those things. Um, <laughs> are you aware of the curse of the poltergeist films? Oh, I vaguely heard of it, but I, uh, not re- yeah. like... I've heard vaguely, but I don't know the details. So, over the years between the first and the third Poltergeist films, four cast members died under creepy circumstances. Um, the story is fueled by the fact that real some real skeletons were supposedly used as movie props. Um, what? And, uh, yeah, the first one was an unpleasant, like, actual murder, and all of the rest of them were medical coincidences that just happened i mean if you this is the thing like if you think about the number of people that are involved in a in in films let alone three films over the span of four years it's actually not that many people Mm. um yeah yeah and and it was all just like they had pre-existing health conditions and they died um that's yeah there was one that i would i i i I read all the way through and i wrote it all down and then i didn't include because it just felt it would it kind of broke my heart a little bit which is um the story of the green man uh and i was too afraid to look at the image because it 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 particularly tweaks uh a bit of my empathy glands um that makes it impossible for me to sleep at night um and it's it's the story of a like this would be back in the early 20th century. You'd, you'd be walking out late at night and, um, maybe in some back roads or whatever. And you'd hear someone walking up behind you and you look and there's, there's a man with a disfigured face. Um, and you run away in fear. And then you tell people about this, this man with a disfigured face. And the horrible fact of it is, there was a man who had a disfigured face and used to walk at night so that fewer people would see him. Oh, like, oh that's I so know. sad. And like he's Googleable. He's the the guy exists. He's not a fake. He's not an urban legend. The guy actually exists. There's a photo of him which I have not looked at. Um, yeah, and that's just like oh, like no. He's just going on a walk. Yeah, and he's 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 yeah, and he was doing so to try and avoid people so that they wouldn't be you know. Scared of him. Although, like, I think I'd be less scared of, like, people are less scared during the day, so that may be backfired. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. Um, Here's one that's not spooky, but it's just, yeah, I don't know. I just, I just thought I'd include it. It's ripped from um, ripped from today's headlines. Um, Do you know what Chamber Psych is? No, but it sounds like a sci-fi genre of music that plays in cyberpunk or something. It's definitely a genre of music. The problem is no one knows what it means. Um, But Spotify's wrapped uh, the the stories thing that it does at the end of the year. It keeps telling random people, and I've seen a few instances of this, that they've been listening to a lot of Chamber Psych, (laughs) but no one knows what it is. See, I knew Spotify was making up genres. I had this conversation with Tom. No one listens to 100 or 500 genres. That is where you are wrong, because I listened to 158 genres this week. This year, sorry, this year. <laughs> no, you didn't. <laughs> but that must be like, I don't know how many songs normal people listen to. But like, that's like two songs a genre. 
Yeah, no, it's yeah, two songs aren't enough for a genre. It's like when people say there are 150 million species of ants, and you're like, no, there's just 150 million ants. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's it's ridiculous. You can't have 100 million species. Um, yeah, yeah, but it, yeah, no, it is it is mental. Um, that that whole genreification of yeah, this is deep core punk cyber core 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 everything's core now just call it pop yeah yeah um i mean you can go the other the the wrong way with it there was a a website called allmusic.com which used to basically classify everything as either rock or blues or world (laughs) that's not particularly useful (laughs) no it called dido rock so a that dates me and and when i was looking at uh, allmusic.com and also yeah so you know i think there are more than four genres I think there's about five. <laughs> <laughs> I'd I'd go up to maybe a dozen. After that, it's just like it's all. There are only so many colours you can paint with. You can give them all names, but yeah, I used to have this a lot when I was um, when I did it. I was did a bit of music journalism like a few years ago, and um, every single band's Facebook bio is the same in that they say in influences they say we like a bit of everything from this band to this band. <laughs> and it's as if all bands want you to be really impressed that they listen to lots of music. It's like, well, well, yeah, you're a band, so you should like music quite a lot. <laughs> um, and it just becomes... And hopefully more than yeah, one genre. Yeah, but it, it would become a bit of a like, um, oh, what two, what two different genre words can you put together that make someone go, oh, oh that's new. Oh, yeah, <laughs> indeed. Music's a spectrum. Um, well, gosh, we uh, this has been a journey, my friends. Yeah. So I'm going to be thoroughly terrified. Um, to to uh, further increase our listeners' terror, um, where might um our listener find more of your work? Obviously, you've been you've both been past guests uh, of List Envy, but um, where can people find you on the internet? Should you wish to be found? At Cat's Cabinet. Yeah, that's the underscore one. Underscore pod, right? On Twitter. Let me just double. Yeah. At Cat's Cabinet underscore pod on Twitter. We have our podcast, which is. It started as sort of conspiracy theories and cults, and now it's just branched into anything vaguely internet weird things. Like we talked about Dramageddon and how. <laughs> that, it's was, that was fascinating. YouTube. Yeah, it is a fascinating um, story. I'll, when we finish this, I'll tell you more about Dramageddon 2, which has just happened. Um, <laughs> I mean, yeah. save it for the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we should do an episode where we rank YouTube apology videos. <laughs> I would like that. <laughs> the Cat's Cabinet Apology Tour. So I think you forgot to mention the name, Cat. Um <laughs> Oh, it's Cat's Cabinet of Curiosities. It's a podcast. Always be promoting. Mm-hmm. Um, very good. And uh, Tom, I mean, Cat, Cat sort of has her podcast and Twitter, uh, podcast and personal Twitter sort of rolled into one. Um, but I guess, uh, Tom, how can you be mm-hmm. found? I'm an individual. Yes, I'm on Twitter at Tom underscore Clubon. Um Yeah, I co-host on Cat's Cabinet of Curiosities and occasionally I have uh, weird things coming out, such as uh, I I might have my own little ARG video game coming out in uh, a matter of weeks, so that will be exciting. Ooh. Yeah, but uh, I won't make any Ooh. promises in case, as usual, I fail or walk away from it sure. or something. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, well, that's exciting. Um, of course, if you if you follow List Envy Pod on Twitter, um, it, it, well, it, you know, well, you, you shouldn't have to because you will now immediately be following Cat's Cabinet uh, underscore Pod and Tom underscore underscore Um <laughs> So you won't need me to tell you about it. But uh, yes, go and do that, um, Tom and Cat. This has been an absolute pleasure. Thank you very much for being on the on the Christmas <laughs> special of List Envy. Thanks very much. <laughs> Thank you for having us. So that's List Envy for 2020. Um, not not a not a bumper year uh, for us, but there is all so much happening. Um, we've already got four episodes in the can for January, and uh, another couple that are scheduled. So we are motoring along now uh, with with new episodes. So I'm really pleased to be bringing this podcast back to you uh, because I enjoy it a great deal. And I learn so much. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, um, stay subscribed if you uh, uh, aren't or, or are. Well, just just subscribe. Um, <laughs> and if you want to know how to do that, you can find all the information at listenvypod.com. You can also type listenvy into any application that plays audio pretty much, uh, and you should be able to get it. In fact, funnily enough, you can also... Um, Speak into your your lady in a tube if you have one, uh, and tell her or ask. I mean, ask her nicely uh, to play the latest episode of the List Envy podcast, and you will get. Well, you'll get this episode. So that's weird, isn't it? Because yeah, that's that's sort of fractal. Anyway, listenvypod.com has all the uh, back episodes and the way to subscribe. So if you're not already subscribed to the podcast, you'll get new episodes as soon as they arrive, which is going to be every Tuesday from January the fourth. Oh yes, uh, so. My uh, final thanks to Cat Turner and Tom Clabon of Cat's Cabinet of Curiosities, uh, which is a wonderful uh, podcast uh, that deals with the as I as I tend to describe it, the weird things that people believe. Um, and it's it's sort of it's 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 meandered through a different um, a few different topics of late, and uh, it's it's a great listen. Um, so uh, Cat's Cabinet of Curiosities, uh, you will find a link in the show notes. Um, I've got a big old 2021 coming up, um, not just with this podcast, with all sorts of things. My other project, uh, the uh, Beware of the Leopard, um, we finished our Christmas uh, wrap-up. We did a, a Christmas episode, uh, a few uh, which came out last week. Uh, if you'd like to hear that, you can go to btlpodcast.com or search for Beware of the Leopard. It is. Uh, it started its life as a Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy podcast, and now we're basically writing new entries for the guide Um and uh, and it's a lot of fun. As someone described it on Twitter, perhaps the latest episode isn't shouldn't be your first, um, which is probably sound advice. But there you go. Anyway, I've I've prattled on for long enough. Have uh, if, if you're listening to this on New Year's Eve, um, first off, God bless you for doing that. Um, but I hope you have a safe one here in the UK. We are most of us are basically on lockdown. That that it's it, it's lockdown by another name. Um, literally most of the country now uh is is we have our stay at home orders again um so yeah um so i hope that if that applies to you then uh that you are going to have a, a safe and enjoyable new year's eve celebration tonight i'm going to be zooming with some friends i'm going to have lots of whiskey and more chinese food than a person can um adequately store in their body um, because that's sort of become my tradition and I enjoy it. Um, so yeah, keep yourself safe, wash your hands, 
make some space, open a window, um, and uh, yeah, um, best of luck. And uh, we'll we'll make it through this. Um, the the odometer is is about to tick over, um, and let's remember that doesn't mean anything. It's just a number. So we will continue to keep ourselves safe and uh, and be kind to those around us uh, in 2021. So. With that in mind, uh, I will look forward to speaking to you again in only uh, in only a few days uh, when our first episode uh, will be all about classic arcade games, the golden age of arcade games, which is like chef's kiss, proper list envy uh, classic stuff. So uh, do stay subscribed for that, and I'll speak to you again in just a few days. Until then, take very good care of yourself. See you soon. Bye-bye.